0: We're talking to the top seven candidates, the same crowd who appeared at last week's debate on Thursday, which I'm still a little dizzy from. Uh, Mitzi Hunter is here for her interview this morning. It's nice to see you again. It's nice to see you again, John. Uh, What is your take on that debate? Because if I may be frank, uh, there was a lot of yelling and screaming, and there were two exchanges which were not exchanges. There were two moments that both involved you. There was one with Anna Bylaw, one with Josh Matlow, Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure. That the the candidates made a great impression with that because they just couldn't stop and listen to each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was certainly a heated debate, and I I believe that it brought out, certainly from my perspective, the things that I'm trying to drive through in this election. And it is a crowded field, so we have to have. All of the opportunities um, make make impact and make sense to the people who are not decided yet because they're still listening for who is speaking to the things that are important to them. Particularly with the Josh Matlow exchange, I wanted to be really super clear as someone who lives in the community that he's talking about that you know, the the delay and and the blocking, really. This was the Gardner. Uh, well, this was, this was the Scarborough subway, right? and the blocking of that um, on an ongoing basis at council really delayed the investment, and it affected the people in the community in Scarborough. I wanted to be really clear about that. And then in terms of Anna bylaw and the Gardner Ex- Expressway, you know, that her plan is solely based on uh, Doug Ford somehow taking that responsibility, <laughs> because she asked, is not realistic. And even in today's Toronto Star, the analysis of uh, all of the candidates' finances really showed that it's just not not a reasonable request. And then if it's not, then her plan is a non-starter because her her finances depend on him doing that.
0: To draw on a childhood game we all played, is it really Olivia Chow versus the bunch?
1: It's a, it's definitely um, the concern and the risk out there because you know she hasn't come forth, she hasn't been forthright or or transparent in her numbers at all, just you know, saying that she's going to take us back to some sort of uh, budget of the past. And and we're not in 1990s. We are in 2023. We have serious concerns right now. We have multiple crises in, in Toronto. Homelessness, affordable housing. You know, I was out this weekend and, and a group of people said to me, food is a crisis. Food security, people being able to put food on their table. So, her approach is just not practical. And, right. And I'm speaking more though in
0: terms of the architecture of the campaign, because I was telling the story to listeners a little earlier in the show. I was at a party of very political people this weekend, and every one of them was like, well, I'm voting for Mitzi Hunter because I want to stop Olivia Chow. I'm voting for Anna Bailao. I'm voting for Mark Saunders. Well, if that happens, then Olivia Chow is going to win. Is there any way to shake up the architecture of this campaign?
1: I do. I I believe that people need to come out and vote. And I was encouraged by the early voting that it's up since the last election. And that tells me that people recognize that they have to get to the polls. Right,
0: right. But if they spread those votes out amongst the rivals to Chow, and I'm not saying that that is necessarily the overarching objective for everyone, but I mean, she's going to win. All you guys are going to place. Well,
1: she fizzled in 2024, was it? 2014, sorry. She she fizzled then. Uh, Didn't really get to the election day the way that the lead had given her. And I think that she's coming with so little for the voters to, to hold on to. And when they really take a look... I I believe they want new ideas and they want someone with the energy and the experience and the plan to get it done. And I don't believe that that's Olivia Chow.
0: It's kind of a tough question to ask, but uh, you've read the article, Christine Rushaway writing a profile of you and saying Mitzi Hunter has this incredible resume, this incredible amount of experience as a consensus builder and somebody who gets stuff done. Where's the traction?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I appreciated the headline that I'm a doer because I am a doer and people who have known me in politics and in business and in the work that I've done in community, they know that. I need to have the people of Toronto see that there's a clear choice in this election. There's a, a clear alternative. We don't have to settle. We don't have to go back. in in terms of, you know, the past, we can move forward. We can also, we right. can elect someone for today and okay. for the future, but and that's Christine's
0: me. point in that column was that you, I mean, you're doing all right, but there the traction is missing. There's not a necessary matchup between the resume and the, the, the performance in the polls.
1: Well, the poll that really matters, I know you know this, John, (laughs) it's the one on June 26th. It's a week today, and I'm here to talk to your listeners to say, match up the best candidate with the best result on June 26th by going to the polls and voting for number 55. And that's me, Mitzi Hunter.
0: I think there's probably five critical issues, any one of which could be the most important issue in this campaign. But if you had to choose, what would it be?
1: I have to get back to affordability and that is linked to housing. Everything that we have talked about links right back to that and I have the most concrete and new approach, not the same old same old. I go right across the city, I see lots of condos in the sky, that's helping developers That's the Anna Bailao plan and the the Josh Matlow plan and the, you know, definitely the Saunders plan. We we still aren't clear on what the Olivia Child plan is or how she's going to pay for it. But I got to tell you, we have to do things differently. And that's where we have the city unlocking those public lands to build affordably in the city for the people who need to live in this city. Like... My staff member, Daniel, who's on my team, he's Gen Z, and they don't even plan to live here. So what is it that we're doing if young people can't see themselves living in our city? We've got to turn that around.
0: Josh Matlow declared the day he opened his campaign he was going to raise taxes. He gave a figure. Olivia Chow has said she's going to raise taxes. Everyone keeps dogging her. She won't give a figure. You have given a figure?
1: I have. I've been very transparent with my plan. It's on my website and it's the three and six plan. So it's a 6% across the board, which is similar to what council has now at 5.5. and it also gives a 50% um, rebate to those $80,000 household income and less, as well as seniors. That's really important. Under my plan, seniors who have an income of 80000 or below household income will not experience an increase in their taxes. They can either defer them or they're exempted at all
0: together. And is that 6% uh, your first fiscal year or is it an ongoing affair? It,
1: it's, uh, I have, I've actually costed out a three-year Good. plan. Yeah. It's pretty solid. The Toronto Star today, the analysis is that I have the most intelligent and plausible plan, because it is. All of the other plans um, are not holding up, and and mine does.
0: Mitzi Hunter is here, would-be mayor of Toronto, Election Day one week away. I don't want to hex you, but should you not win, do you have plans?
1: My plan is to invite me back and to talk to you (laughs) as mayor of Toronto and talk about how we're going to fix the six and all of the things that we're going to do together. You know, I have that vision for our city, John. This is where I grew up and, you know, I want to lead the revival of Toronto as a city that works for everyone. Every part of our city, Scarborough, Etobicoke, where I spent a lot of time yesterday, North York, downtown, East York, everywhere in between. We've got to do this. This is our city that we care about, but we can't go along with the same old, same old. We've got to have a change in this election, and that's why I'm in the race, and I'm in it to win it. I resigned my seat from the provincial legislature. I don't have an old job to go back to. I want to lead this city and move it forward, not take it back.
0: Thanks for this. Good luck. Thanks so much we'll for having again me. again soon. Okay. Mitzi Hunter running for mayor of Toronto.